Rejoice evermore, for this is the will of God. Rejoice evermore, for this is the will of God. Rejoice evermore, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Pray without season, for this is the will of God. Pray without season, for this is the will of God. Pray without season, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I am your host. Thank you for joining me. Yeah, so welcome. Um, This is Musings with Jesus. It's a daily Christian podcast, um, Faith, Life and Love. um, And I just do musings about my relationship with the Lord and thank you for joining me today. So um, today I want to talk about prayer and the importance of prayer. And the reason why I want to muse on this is because this is an area that I really struggle with, you know, and I think I'm, I, it's, it's funny because it's almost like, it's like working out, you know, you know that it's good for you and every time you do it, you feel better, you have results, but still you can't get yourself to just have that daily discipline of working out, you know, if you're like me, I know some people are really like fitness freaks and they're able to do that, I'm the kind of person who I find it very difficult to sustain a fitness regime as a discipline, definitely not as a daily discipline or as a weekly discipline, excuse me, I have times when I get, you know, inspired and I just do it for some time, but it never really lasts, you know. And I'm like, that's with prayer. Now, don't get me wrong. I talk to God every day, at least um, almost every day. I think every day, really, I really like have conversations with the Lord, like musings. I have musings and reflections. But then they're not, I ask him questions about things. But then they're not intentional prayers about things that I'm concerned about, you know, or things that worry me or things that I know I need to pray about. You know, it's not, it's not an intentional prayer. It's not the type of thing that, you know, Jesus would do where he would, you know set himself apart and go and spend some time to talk to god you know that kind of very very intentional thing even though bearing in mind he always had a like prayer he would always he was always in god's presence he 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 always would commune with god even when he was speaking he would always you could see that he never said anything carelessly whatever it was he said it was based on a thoughtful interaction and, and a leading from god you could tell that god was very much a part of all he was saying and all he was doing but in spite of that the bible still records that he would set himself apart wake up very early in the morning go to a secluded place and pray separate himself from the people who do it in the morning he would do it at the end of the day he was just known for doing that all the gospels the accounts of the apostles record that he had a very deliberate prayer habit in fact the um, garden of gethsemane which was the last record of um, him separate himself to prayer when the disciples had followed him up to a place he said leave me he, he told them to stay in a particular place and he went alone to go and pray 
Now, there were many times he prayed with other people. There were many times he prayed, you know, for multitude, prayed for people, prayed with people. But there was also that distinct setting apart time and spaces just to have prayers with the Lord. And I think that is where I personally am lacking. I don't do that as often as I should. And, um, and I think why I find it odd that I don't do that is because there is almost nothing that I pray about, that I consistently pray about, that I don't get results in. And I wonder why knowing that prayer works, because I think some people... They, they struggle in that they don't believe that prayer works but in my case i have had some really i've had miracles like miracles you know what they call miracles like <laughs> you know as a woman with the issue of blood type of miracles literally i have had those kind of miracles happen in my life as a result of prayer so i am not somebody that needs to be convinced about prayer i also know that sometimes when you pray it may not results may not happen as fast as you want sometimes in some cases too it may not even happen but i would say in i mean for me i would say nine times out of ten now in my personal life if there have been situations where i was praying for people in situations and it didn't quite turn out the way we wanted you know our prayer was going in those cases i've always come to realize that there's a whole lot more about the context of the situation that maybe I, who am praying from the outside, you know, I am unable to, you know, you don't know. There's just a lot that we just don't know. So when those things happen, I accepted that, well, you know, there's a whole lot more in that space, the individual, because when, when you're interceding for people, there's a lot about their personal context that may help or hinder your prayers or may just change you may even be praying something that is different from what the person actually wishes you know i I just don't know there's just a lot there so there are times when i have prayed for people in particular situations and it didn't quite pan out particularly when you talk about sickness and that kind of thing it didn't quite pan out the way we planned but like i said the context once it's someone else there's just something there's a whole lot that we just do not know Uh so i leave that there but in my personal life, that's in my life and in my spaces, my space, I can't think of anything that I have consistently and fervently prayed to God for, about, like in the way James 5, 14 describes that the earnest, heartfelt, consistent prayer of a righteous man makes a lot of power available that is dynamic and it's working. I don't recall ever doing that for any situation in my life and that situation did not change improve become better or you know it you know that, that it didn't shift it may not have happened in a day in a week in a month in a year but it shifted it moved it changed every aspect of my life but still in spite of that i find that i only i i'm not as diligent with prayer as i should be and today i was just talking to the lord just before i started recording this and i was like trying to ask God, you know, that what should I be doing? Because there's a lot going on. Of course, there's always a lot going on. And um, I'm grateful to God. There was, when I started this musing, there was a very se- severe condition that was going on in my life and very, very troubling, really, really affected me. And through this podcast and through this process and all the things that God made me learn and made me do, you know, um, prayers, meditation, getting back to the word of God, the situation changed has changed god has transformed the situation god took control he has delivered and the healing is still ongoing but 
the condition that was there this, a, a massive and dramatic miracle has taken place i'm so grateful for him in fact he's lifted the whole burden off me that i now have i mean i think even the tone of my musings have changed i myself i realize that now that there was there was just a whole lot more ah, despair there was a whole lot more there was a weight that was on me i think for the first two years um, one and a half years of this music that burden is no longer there and um, so now i'm also it's 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 now that i think now i'm getting a sense of having to work towards a purpose i'm now having a sense of having to um work in partnership with god and to do things for him so i am you know it's now more about purpose and partnership and and you know urgency around what god wants to do and how do i you know what kind of a vision as opposed to when i was really like buckling under this heavy weight and all that and god has really changed and helped me through that process so i was just wondering to myself that since prayer has worked so well for me and has been really good for me even i mean there's so many things i can talk about like recently when i had a panic attack you know and there was a situation where i felt i just couldn't put myself through certain things i pray i confess the word of god the panic goes you know, and, and the lord has told me that look don't call it panic panic attack that's the scientific name that what it is it's the spirit of fear that is trying to lay on you and what you just need to do is use the word of God to drive away that spirit. And it's not an attack that comes from you. It's something that comes from outside that, that, that you know, wants to pretend that though it's coming from inside of you. So you can always ward it off because it's not coming from inside of you. So prayer has just been a real lifeline for me in my life. You know, it's, it has been. And I am not as disciplined about it as I should be. Um, I did a course last month. A month ago, talking about the importance of spiritual discipline, and I, I saw it in the Bible that, you know, leaving things to being spontaneous with God is is very risky because you, you may not. I mean, if Jesus had to be disciplined about prayer, then the servant is not greater than the master. I cannot claim to be his disciple, and I'm not following that um, discipline and lifestyle as well. So I just want to read First Thessalonians chapter five, reading from verse sixteen, which was. Um, the verse of that was transformed into that song that I sang in the intro, which says, starting from verse 16, it says, Rejoice at all times, pray without season, give thanks in every circumstance, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. You know, uh, it goes on to say, Do not extinguish the spirits, do not treat prophecies with contempt, but test all things, hold fast to what is good, abstain from every form of evil. The verse before that, verse 15, says, Always pursue what is good for one another and for all people. But he says three things here. Rejoice at all times. In other words, you know, the joy of the Lord is our strength. We should make sure that that joy never departs from our hearts at all times. And at all times, recognizes that there are times that will not be joyful. There are times when we will not want to be joyful. But it's this is almost like a commandment. It's like an admonishment. It's like saying, this is the way you can keep your head above water you can overcome you can walk the waters you can cross the seas you need to make sure that the spirit of joy by the power of god his word and his wisdom and in prayer keep it front and center of your heart and mind at all times then verse 17 says pray without season you know and it says give thanks in every circumstance for this is the will of god for you in christ jesus so it is God's will for us to pray without ceasing, to pray ceaselessly, 
to just have a lifestyle of prayer pray about the things that concern you pray about your life about your family about your nation about the things that bother the bother you for some of us like me i have a burden for my nation there are things that just really get to me and that burden is there for a reason many times i forget that it's actually there for a reason it's there because some people they don't, they don't have that burden they just don't care they're just concerned about things going well for them for me it matters that people are hungry it matters that people are being kidnapped it matters that people are sick it matters that children are being killed in church you know it matters to me that mothers are weeping over their babies over their sons that people leave home and they can't come back safe it really does matter i it's not enough that i'm safe i am not happy at the fact that there's protection of life sanctity of life is not treated well in my home country i am not happy about it at all and i feel helpless many times but god is telling me that i i i i should pray because the truth there's nothing i can physically do to keep people safe you know but that the fact that i this burden that is there that god has put upon my heart is there for a reason and so i should continue to pray and believe that god will do something because if i have seen him do great and mighty things in my life then it's also possible that he can through my prayers do great and mighty things in the life of others as well and even in the nation and i think that was what james was telling us when he was talking about the give us the example of elijah who he said he was a man just like all of us with like passions and that he prayed earnestly that it would not rain upon the earth for a number of days and, and that the rain stopped and that when he prayed that rain should continue it, it continued so god answered his prayer you know because it was an earnest it was a heartfelt and it was a continuous um, prayer the same thing um we also see the example of um, um was it um, of moses who interceded for israel when god wanted to um when god wanted to destroy israel because of their continuous rebellion against him so we also see times when um, abraham too i think also um interceded um, on behalf of Sodom and Gomorrah and say why would you destroy this nation and, and all of that so we also see Daniel praying for Israel almost all the prophets praying for Israel we see even Jesus also committing his disciples you know unto people and praying for the others um, that will come to that will listen to him through his word in, in I think that was in John 17 when he was having his valedictory um, prayer with the Lord so there is a lot of scriptural reference for human beings one man one woman praying for a nation praying for a people so there is a space for it and i think god welcomes it i think the question many of us have so if i i want to read james chapter 5 where um james talks about prayer so he says therefore confess confess your sins to each other this from verse 16 and pray for each other so that you may be healed the prayer of a righteous man has great power to prevail wow amazing great power it says elijah was a man just like us he prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three and a half years. Amazing. Again, he prayed, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth yielded its crops. So I think what's most important here, when I read First Peter 2, chapter 24, I think it is, it says that, you know, Peter says, I read that men um, pray for kings, for all them that are in authority, that prayer be said for all men, you know, for kings, for all those that are in authority, so that we may live a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty and he says that this is acceptable to god you know who wants us to live 
a quiet and a peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Honestly, what Peter describes in that scripture is what I would like to see in my nation, Nigeria. That every man, every woman, every boy, every girl can live a quiet and a peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. You know, before it was the honesty part that was the problem, but it was possible to live a quiet and peaceable life. Now, the quiet, the peaceable, the godliness and the honesty, all four removed. It is impossible, very difficult right now, to live a quiet and a peaceable life in all godliness and in all honesty in my nation, Nigeria. So that tells me that something has gone very, very fundamentally wrong. Before now, it was the honesty we were dealing with. At some point, it then became godliness and honesty. By the time godliness and honesty became an issue, it has now become quiet, quiet and peaceful life so I, I am now um, in fact thank you Holy Spirit you just made me realize that where we lost it was when we lost it in godliness and honesty that has now affected the quiet and the peaceableness so peace departed completely from the nation we are a nation that is at war as close as you can be to being at war without actually being at war that is exactly where we are we are in an extreme borderline conflict situation which is just stopping short of actually being declared as war but it's as far as you can go without actually saying you are at war whereas you are actually at war because everything that happens in a war situation is already happening in nigeria only that it has not been formally declared so there's a lot of space for prayer and i think we have never been in this spot because um well we have never well it's just different now We've had challenging times, we've had many crises, but this is worse because it seems as if we the, the problems that we have are 100% internal, caused by what you would call a fifth force, fifth columnist of people who have decided to war against the Nigerian state, using the powers of state against its citizens for reasons that many of us do not understand. And um, it's, it's just really, we need God to just help us. So I'm, I'm praying that God will help me to take on this challenge of prayer so that at least we can return to living a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty that the purpose of God for us this nation at this time be fulfilled and it's just generally I, I think I think for me what I'm sensing is many times I, I always expect I, I have this thing of but God you know that I have need of these things right I forget that even though he knows that I have need he, I, he also needs me to pray and you know there's just a whole lot that i need to do much more in particularly because like i said i already know that prayer works i have i you know i have a secure line to the father you know that is is a well-tested line and it, it works and so there should be nothing stopping me from using that secure line because many people don't even have that secure line and of course the secure line is in jesus but what i, what I mean is that i have tested it i have used it over time so i have confidence in it because it's i've used it before you know i, I think yeah so i should god in fact as i'm speaking i realize that god probably places a higher burden on me to use the secure line because he knows that it i i know how to use it i know where it is i know how to use it i have used it successfully and he don't you know so he would he would take it more seriously when i do not use it as opposed to somebody who doesn't even have a secure line doesn't know and is still seeking you know so and yeah so i think I'll, that's generally what i believe that the spirit of god is talking to me about i do these musings because somehow i always find out that whenever i read these scriptures aloud 
and I muse on them. Somehow there's something that happens in my spirit, in my environment, in my space, and it changes me and it helps me to do what I need to do, which for now really means I really need to activate my spirit, my prayer life a little bit more, and stop leaving things to chance and giving my ministering angels over time work to do because I'm just not clearing the way ahead. I need to do more of praying ahead. There's a lot of changes that are coming up in my life, things that I sense that I need to do. I'm moving into a second, I'm in my next phase of life really, lived my first 50 years and God has sort of like closed the book on that and I've started doing something completely new and different and I'm making another step in that direction in coming weeks and months and so I need, there's a lot of prayer, I know that I need to pray, I know that I need to pray because if not I'm going to have a very rough, things will be rougher, maybe rougher than you know God intended for them to be for me so I really need to kickstart all of that prayer so but I also want to encourage all of us that are listening as well whatever situation it is that you're going through in your life and and you know just talk to God about it it doesn't have to be anything elaborate you don't have to like say a number of words and spend a lot of time it's just emptying your heart out to the Lord and I believe that he will answer us and he, he has said that as many as call upon him he will answer that's the promise that he's made he says he will deliver us he will honor us and with long life will he satisfy us and show us his salvation his ability to deliver you know the bible says commit your ways unto the lord and your thoughts shall be established and i think that's so important because many times you know it is the confusion in our minds that actually makes us bog at the challenges of life but that when you can commit your ways unto the lord i think that's in proverbs you know, and he comes to establish your thoughts. You are grounded, you are centered, you are calm, you are at peace, you are not worried. And then God is able to do that which he needs to do. Fear is God, you have the courage, he gives you wisdom, you know. He's established your thoughts and you are able to then do what you need to do. So I'll just leave it at that because I know that the Holy Spirit will season his words with his power and his wisdom and do that which he needs to do in our lives. And I pray that for all of us who are living in oppressive, repressive situations either at home in the family in society or in nation that the most high god will send saviors and help us deliverance mighty salvation and grace to destroy everything that the devil has planted to uproot it and to plant his power his presence bring about his grace his mercy and unfold his vision and righteousness and grace upon our lives upon the lives of those around us upon our nation upon our communities and our societies all to his glory may his name be glorified forevermore may we all be beacons of hope and of light in the spaces and the places that we influence and that we inhabit for in jesus name we have prayed also his glory forevermore amen thank you for listening god bless you stay lifted and have a wonderful day in jesus name